All right. Happy Saturday, Brian Nights. Good morning. Yes, thank you. Happy Saturday to you. Yes. Beautiful yes, day outside. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm excited to get into the word with you. And we uh, we didn't go. Oh, that's what it was. We did not read yesterday. That's right. Yeah, we were. I was out of town. You were. You were. You had something to do. Yeah. So, so but we're back. Yes, sir. We're back to make up some ground we're and uh, praise the Lord here and read the good word and study and travel through the journey. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Book by book, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And here we are, chapter 10 of Exodus, uh, a plague of locusts. Locusts. Yeah, plague of locusts. Locus. Exodus 10. So we're in the middle of the plagues. Yeah. It's coming to an end, but, but uh, man, the, right now it's just havoc all over Egypt. Havoc throughout the whole land and just... Property destroyed, livestock destroyed. Mm. So, yeah. you think he? You think Pharaoh, right? Because Pharaoh's the, the the one who's causing all this. You think he would say, "Okay, fine, I'm done, I'm done," and actually be done? But every time he says it, "I'm done," God lifts the plague. He's like, "Nope, nope, can't do, can't take them. You can't take the people." Idiot. Well, also, how how many chances, opportunities does God give Pharaoh to finally say, okay, my bad, I messed up, enough yeah. is enough, like, okay, go, you know. I know, I know. The, 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 the Jewish people can, can go and do what they want to do, my bad, sorry for being so stubborn, I'm stubborn in my ways. You think that this mm-hmm. the second Pharaoh here would say, I'm stubborn in my ways. I'm sorry. But, you know, it is, you know, God is so good. I mean, chance after chance after chance. I know. You know so many. You know, because so I mean, you can say, well, but John, but John, you know, this is God's plan. He says mm-hmm. that the Pharaoh's heart will be stubborn and that. Yep. But, you know, I understand it's the plan, but. It's also free will, you know, and, yeah, how those, and, and how those things work together. We don't know, but it's also free will. It's if Pharaoh has the free will to just can continue to be stubborn and to say no and to go back on his word time after time, after time, after time again, just like humans do. Uh, but God being merciful, just continues to give him chance after chance after chance, mm-hmm. trying to work with him. Mm-hmm. But God does have a plan here. He does. And even though Pharaoh is being stubborn, eventually God's going to have to go, okay, you know, I've, I've showcased many points here for the Bible, for us to read in 2021, which was fantastic. I mean, what a blessing. But eventually we got to move on, Pharaoh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have other things to do. I got to set these people free. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have other things to do. Come on. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So here we are, Exodus 10. Um, and you want, me, you want me to read it? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Exodus 10, New Living right. Translation. Yep, grab your Bible. Open let's it go. up. Let's go, baby. Verse 1. Here we are. And don't forget, follow us on Black, White, and Sometimes Red on Instagram. Make a comment or, or, or you know, prayer request, whatever it is. You know, you have a request or comment. Yeah, yeah, interact on that. All right. I love I love the name by the way, black, white and sometimes yeah. red. 
Yeah, that's the Bible. It's awesome. black, white, and sometimes red. Okay. The, a plague of locusts. Then, verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, Return to Pharaoh, make your demands again. I, I have made him and his officials stubborn, so I can display my miraculous signs among you, among them. I've also done this so that I can, so you can tell your children and your grandchildren how about how I made a mockery of Egypt, the Egyptians, and and about the signs I displayed among them. And so, you will know that I am the Lord. Verse three. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, "This is what the Lord God of the Hebrews says." How long will you refuse to submit to me? Let my people go so they can worship me. And if you refuse, watch out. For tomorrow I will bring a swarm of locusts on your country. They will cover the land so that you won't be able to see the ground. They will devour what little is left of your crops after the hailstorm, including all the trees growing in the fields. Mm. They will over run your palaces and the homes of your officials and all of the houses in Egypt. Never in the history of Egypt have your ancestors seen a plague like this, this one. And with that, Moses turned and left Pharaoh. Pharaoh's officials now came to Pharaoh. So here we go. And they appealed to him. How long will you let this man hold us hostage? Let, let the men go to worship the Lord their God. Don't you realize that Egypt lies in ruins? Verse 8. So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. All right. He told them, go and worship the Lord your God. But who exactly will be going with you? Moses replied, we will all go, young and old, sons and daughters, and our flocks and herds. We, all, we must all join together in celebration, celebrating a festival of the Lord. Pharaoh retorted, the Lord will certainly need to be with you if I let you take your little ones. I can see through your evil plan. Never. Only the men may go and worship the Lord, since that is what you requested. And Pharaoh threw them out of the palace. Then the Lord said to Moses, raise your hand over the land of Egypt to bring on the locusts. The locusts. Let them cover the land and devour every plant that survived the hailstorm. Verse 13, so Moses raised his staff over Egypt, and the Lord caused an east wind to blow over the land all that day and through the night. And when morning arrived, the east wind had brought the locusts. The locusts swarmed over the whole land of Egypt, settling in dense swarms from one end, wow, one end of the country to the other. It was the worst locust plague in the Egyptian history, and there has never been one like it. For the locusts covered the whole country, darkened the land. They devoured every plant in the field, all the fruit on the trees that survived the hailstorm. Not a single leaf was left on the trees and plants throughout the land of Egypt. Verse 16, Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. He confessed, Forgive my sin just this once. And plead with the Lord your God to take away this death from me. Verse 18, Moses left Pharaoh's court and pleaded with the Lord. The Lord responded by shifting the wind. And the strong west wind blew the locusts into the Red Sea. Not a single locust remained in all the land of Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart again. 
So he refused to let the people go. Mm. Verse 21. Then the Lord said to Moses, lift your hand toward heaven. And the land of Egypt will be covered with a darkness so thick you can feel it. So Moses lifted his hand to the sky and the darkness covered the entire land of Egypt for three days. During all that time, the people could not see each other and no one moved. But there was light as usual where the people of Israel lived. Finally, Pharaoh called for Moses, go and worship the Lord. He said, but leave your flocks, your herds. Leave them here. You may even take your little ones with you. No, Moses said, you must provide us with animals for sacrifices and burnt offerings to the Lord our God. All our livestock must go with us. Also, not a hoof can be left behind. We must choose our sacrifices for the Lord our God from these animals. And we won't know how to worship the Lord until we get there. Verse 27, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart once more and he would not let them go. Get out of here. Pharaoh shouted at Moses, I'm warning you, never come back to see me again. The day you see my face, you will die. Very well. Moses replied, I will never see your face again. Wow. Wow. A lot went on. Man, those are some plagues, huh? Total locust coverage. Total darkness. It said they didn't even move for three days. Get Imagine out what of that's here. like. Pharaoh shouted to Mo, I'm, I'm warning you, never come back again. The day you see my face, the day I would die. Very well, Moses replied. You will never see. Okay. Wow. Mm hmm. Question for you. You know, Pharaoh says uh, in 17, he says, Forgive my sin just this once. And plead with the Lord, your God, to take away the death from me. Why does Pharaoh say your God? I mean, isn't, well, isn't well, there's only one God. That's the first thing. And then the second mm-hmm. thing is, why doesn't Pharaoh say just God? Why does he have to put your in front of that? It's just he's, he's acknowledging God, which good. You know, but then again, it's, it's, it's acknowledging, but also with a backhanded, it's like a backhanded compliment because he's saying your God, he's always not my God. He's your God. What what is it? What is it? Exactly. No, you you nailed it. He's not, that's not his God. Yeah. He doesn't believe that he is the, the, the most high. Whether and he's losing the battle here, really clearly he can't even fight against your heart. God. Clearly, he can't fight. No problem. Yeah, clearly he can't fight against and God at all, Jehovah. But he's still, he's still, he's still his own boss. He's still his own God. He still thinks that he's deity. Yeah, yeah. I saw. So, I just saw know, that you're in there, and it just exactly it changes everything. That's like your your uh, truth. Yeah, yeah. Your, your truth, God. Your no, the, truth. The truth. There's the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's what we live in a lot of a land of your truths, uh, my truths. No, as if there is the truth, what is the, the the truth, and what everything else is not. Same thing here. There is God, the one and only God. Everything else is false. 
I got a question for you. I've been in mind jail a little bit. Not mm. mind jail, but it's been on my heart of of wanting to kind of figure out the answer here. Mm-hmm. When that guy got on the other day and had those questions and I think he was this kind of this atheist um guy. Mm-hmm. Possible possible devil worshipper. I don't know. You went to his profile. It has some weird satanic stuff to it. I don't know. I don't know. But he's kept saying, you're Christian God, the Christian God. And I made a comment back. I said, it's not a Christian God. It's just God. Right. And when I said that, I know what I meant by that. But I was, I was on a, a little jog yesterday. It was just kind of on my heart to be like, John, is that correct? <laughs> like, is that, is that, is that correct, John? You know what you meant, what you said by that? Because you know, Jesus well, yeah. is God. So yes, Jesus. It, uh, I'm a Christian who believes in Jesus. Mm-hmm. But then again, God Yahweh is God of. Of of everybody, he's the God of Jews. He's the God of Christians. He's he's God, Yahweh, everything. I am. I what is who that? I am. I am who I am. Right. So as I was just running, I was kind of thinking about those two things. I noticed there's the the Holy Spirit there and Jesus and God, the Trinity. But was I correct in saying that it's not a Christian God? It's just God. Yeah, correct. There's okay. The thing is, all these other gods, right? They they're they're not they're not powerful. Yeah, they're not some kind of being that can do raise the dead, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, uh, heal the sick, all that. You're talking about the, there's only one true creator. There's only one true Lord. That's right. that's Jehovah, right? Right. right. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are one, but three persons. So, you know, Father is the heart of God. The, 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 uh, Jesus is the face of God. You know, the person of God. The Spirit of God is the power. And the Holy Spirit is the power and the voice of God. And we're the hands and the feet of God. Right? The church, the body of Christ. Right. Those who believe and in, in, are born again. So... Yes, you're right to say there is only, it's not just Christian God, it's the one true God. Okay, all right. All there's right. no There's yeah. no other God. No, I, I, oh, no, I knew there false. wasn't. I wasn't debating in my mm-hmm. head if there was another. It's not, I was just saying, of course yeah. I know there's only one God, but I was saying that when I said, no, there's no, there's no Christian God, it's just God. Right, right. Absolutely, it's just God. You don't say, you know, the Christian God. Right, right. Okay, okay. All right. That's saying things like that. Like when he says it, he's basically saying, oh, so basically the spaghetti flying spaghetti monster God, you know, that's who I worship. Or the Muslim God. Or the Mormon God. Or, no, no. Right. There's no God. Just Yahweh. Okay. All right, I'm glad. Thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. I mean, a good, a good question. You know, I, yeah, wanted, I wanted to bring it up live on air here because... Just there's a lot of it's just great questions. There's a lot of questions. I don't know every answer, of course, but there's a lot of questions that you know people don't want to talk well, to about. I, I, and I said it quickly. It just came to my yeah. heart to say that. So there's something in my heart that just said, it's "Just God, not a Christian God." Absolutely. So um, just God. I wanted to kind of fact check myself on that, and, and thanks for answering that. 
Um, but yeah, here we are. I digress. Sorry, but Pharaoh, holy smoke and biscuits, this guy. Wow, you're good. Stubborn. Mm-hmm. I won't, I'm watching the show on Netflix called Dirty John, uh, season two, because mm. I think each season I didn't I didn't watch season one. It's kind of like Black Mirror, where it's every season's a different story. And I'm just like yelling at the TV the whole time because the husband is so bad and so stubborn and so mean and just so out for himself. And uh, it's a hard show to watch, by the way. Just divorce kids. It's a true story. And uh, I was thinking about Pharaoh when I was watching it last night. We, fin- we finished uh-huh. season two last night. And uh, I was like, oh, this guy's like Pharaoh. So stubborn, you know. And, uh, you know, flesh is weak. Mm. You know, flesh yep. is weak. Um, it, 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 it is just true. It it's is. just I, I know that we've kind of made this point a few times as we have we've gone through all of the uh, um, the situations here uh, with the you know Pharaoh, but it's just it's just true, man. Flesh is weak. It is. It is. I mean, it is. There's, there's too many things. Jesus said it. It's the, the what, cho- what chokes the word of God in your life is the deceitfulness of riches, the pride of life, and the lust for other things mm. pulls you away, pulls you away from the truth, from what's right. And and it happens every day, every day, in every family, every. Uh, you have to fight for for goodness. You have to fight for. It, it doesn't come easy. That's interesting. No. You say that you have to fight for goodness. I love that yeah. line you just said because it's true. You know, I put on my armor every day, and the first armor I put on is this: reading with you, Brian, and yeah. having you know Laura here with us, and and, and the chat board, and people listening. Mm-hmm. Like this is my this is my armor for the day, and every day you have to fight because it is a spiritual battle, and it, it takes strength. I hate to say it, it but it, it 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 takes effort to be good. How crazy yep. is that? Like it really actually does because there's so much evil and sin and and temptation, and, and temptation pulling you, whispering at you, teasing right. you to just every it corner you take in life. It's just the the demons and 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 the and the gift we have of free will blend together of just hey 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 <laughs> hey hey, and I'm telling you, you got to keep your sword sharp, Brian. Yes, you do. It, if not, you know, you'll get pulled in, man. You get pulled into every little thing, everything. Oh, so it looks so fun for a moment. It looks so fun for a time right now. That's so fun. Let's go do it. Oh, that looks exciting. I'm missing out. And then you get the, that's what people do. We get this, I'm, I'm missing out. What's out there? I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. You get this guilt, this, this loss, this whole, this empty, like, oh, I'm missing out. I want to be out there. I want to leave the family. I want to leave the, my, my this. I want to leave this because I'm, Oh, it's a sad situation to be tormented in your mind like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know what? You absolutely nailed it, John. The first, the thing is, this word. Stay in this word. It changes. Oh, change. Dude, I was listening to uh, everything. You just look. You look at it different. You know. You know. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was you listening do. to a debate yesterday on politics, and uh, they were going off about worshiping. Fauci and you know it's this Republican Democrat debate and worshiping this and worshiping that and now you've learned your lesson with all the emails that have come out and all this and uh, they, it was it was actually a Democrat who was uh, they were attacking you know and the Democrat I actually I loved it he oh he clapped back hard 
Hey, I love debating, by the way. I just, I'm a politic guy. I like debates. I like, same. I love, it's just, it fascinates me. Um, I give this guy credit. He clapped back hard. He goes, first, it was his turn to talk. He said, first of all, I worship no flesh. Oh. <laughs> he goes, only, I only worship God. I love it. And it's just the way he said it. First of all, he didn't even go into politics. He didn't go into any of the details that were being discussed. He just said, first of all, I worship no flesh. Mm-hmm. And like right when he said it, I just had goosebumps. I was like, oh, this guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here we go. Um, That's amazing. But it's just start, you know, just love it, man. I just. You know, you yeah. just, you notice those things when you read the word, you, you have that first reaction. I mean, mm-hmm. you can tell this guy probably reads the word every morning. Like he's ready to go. That's his first reaction. You know, it's not like he That's, defended yeah. himself. And then towards the end, he was like, Oh, by the way, I don't really, I don't worship. People. I just want to, I just want to thank God yeah, for so. all, all the help here. No, the first thing you do, you honor God. I love it. That's so good. That's so good. You honor him. And that's the answer, man. It, it, it's, I love, I, I just, it makes me so happy to hear it because it's so true. When you, when you're in the word daily and you're in, you're talking about Jesus all the time, right? Cause don't get us wrong people. We're talking about the old Testament right now, but it is Jesus here. That is the answer. And it's him in all of these scriptures, right? Woven in this thing. He is the savior. He is the one guiding them and leading them. Right. And uh, he's the answer. So when you talk about that, it just brings up, it changes your vision. It changes how you see things so well. Well said. Well said. Well, let's do uh, 11, the uh, yeah, death yeah. of uh, death for Egyptians. Short one. Or Egypt's firstborn. 11, short one here. Okay, death for Egypt's firstborn. Okay. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will strike Pharaoh and the land of Egypt with one more blow. After that, Pharaoh will let you leave this country. In fact, he will so he will be so eager to get rid of you that he will force you all to leave. Tell all the Israelite men and women to ask their Egyptian neighbors for articles of silver and gold. Now the Lord has had caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the people of Israel, and Moses was considered a very great man in the land of Egypt respected by Pharaoh's officials and the Egyptian people alike. Mm. That is fascinating, Brian. At this point, is. everybody is on Moses' side, the, the citizens of Egypt, the people of Egypt, even Pharaoh's people, his crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, his officials are on Moses' side, on God's side against Pharaoh. Yeah, remember he was greatly loved by his, Pharaoh's father, right? And, you know, basically he was a son of Pharaoh. And so, yeah, the Lord's just shifting the situation here and saying, yeah, Pharaoh is still loved. People still love him. Yeah. And he's not even really doing much. He's just, all he's doing is saying, here's what God said. Here's what God's going to do. That's all he's saying. He's not. He's not stabbing Pharaoh with a sword, or he's not causing the mm. the, the, the locusts. So, very good, very good. He's, yeah. Well, he's a great it, it, man. And, you know, we talked about. I think we we brought this up last show or two shows ago. You know, we we I, we mentioned the people of Egypt. 
the citizens of Egypt, right? Not the Jewish people, but the citizens of Egypt. And kind of like, mm. you know, we haven't, people kind of forget about them, you know, like they have to go through all this. They have families and kids and, you know, right. All these, um, plagues, plagues. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Destruction is, is happening to them too. And sometimes we forget about that and you feel bad for them. It's like, they're not making this decision. They're just trying to live and grow their family. And, and their horrible leader, Pharaoh here is causing all this to happen. But God is causing it to happen too. And we mentioned this last time too, that you could sit there and say, well, it's unfair for the just regular citizens of Egypt to have to go through this. Um, well, it's just, it's called life. It's called hard times. It's not supposed to be easy, you know, and God has a plan for the citizens of Egypt and each individual person. Um, you know, God knows mm-hmm. God is all powerful. And it's yes. not like God saying, oh, the Egyptians, the the citizens of Egyptians just have to go through this. And, you know, that's what they get for. That's what they get for being there. It's like, no, that's the wrong mindset. God knows the heart, the mind, the soul and has made. He's, he's the father of, of every single citizen of Egypt mm. and loves each citizen of Egypt, even though they're going through this. He does. Plagues. Don't forget that. You know, because I think we've, we 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 focus so much on Pharaoh, and then the Jewish people Moses, here, yeah, and Moses, yeah. right? And like we forget about the citizens of Egypt, but God loves them, and there's a plan. Um, and I just don't think we can forget about that. No, you can't. Well said. That's well said. Even in this moment, like because they're going to give up all their gold, you know, and their silver, and and He still said, "Ask them for that." Um. So you know, it's. You have to you have to think how many, you know, the story's out. Like what's going on in 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 the uh, in the country? The story's out. The spies from the court, because everybody's hearing Pharaoh say this. Everyone's hearing Moses say this because the in the court, everyone there can hear what's going on. And you know, the stories are slipping out into the whole countryside. This is the reason it's happening because it's not taking five days. It's taking weeks and weeks to, to, for this stuff to happen. You know, three days here, four days here. They got to travel back to the, the the palace. So this is a long period of time. This is not just a couple a couple um twenty minutes in a TV program. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you made a good point, Brian. Is that it's turning the Egyptians, the citizens of Egypt, to God? They're looking exactly. at Moses and Aaron, and they're like, "Holy smoke and biscuits! Oh, this is look what's real happening, stuff. and look, look what." You know, yes. this, the Hebrew, the quote unquote Hebrew God, boy, is God and is our God. Yeah. And maybe we need to turn to God. Exactly what they're saying. Right. Exactly. Right. right. I know. I know. And you know, and you know, in their heart and in their private home, you know, they're saying, well, well, who is this person who's more powerful than our Pharaoh? I want to know him. I thought Pharaoh was God. I want to know who this person is. You know, and you know God's going to show up. You know He's going to send somebody. He's going to, you know, He's going to drop something down in their heart. So it's definitely happening. You yeah, know that right. not all Egypt is is hated, and they're turning they're turning their backs toward Pharaoh. It's got to be happening. So, so now I didn't mean to air quote know. the Hebrew God thing too. I feel bad about that. I was making just the point that yes, yeah, that's what they're saying. It, yeah, yeah, okay, because it does say in the I think Bible is a Hebrew God, but it's every it's God for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, it's the Egyptians have like Anu and 
yeah. um, all these other gods that they worship. So, you know, they, that's what they say, the Hebrew God. It's all throughout the Bible like that. Yeah. The God of the Hebrews. And, and it is the God of the Hebrews, but it is the God of the universe. It is ever. Yeah. He's the one and true God. That's so. my point. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay, yeah. well, let's continue. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So they're, they, the citizens of Egypt that sometimes we forget about here in these stories is, is boy, they're turning to God. I mean, not, of course, all of them, but there's probably a huge, giant chunk of them that are just like, my gosh, yeah. we, you know, they're probably praying and they're loving God and they're turning to God and they're seeing that God is, is, is real and he is the God. Like you yeah. said, Brian, I just think that's a great point to make here. Um, so, so, but that's the thing. You can look at me like, oh man, God's really mean to these Egyptian people. It's like, no, he's not. God is good. God is turning their hearts to him mm. by showing him, showcasing his power. You know, I could mm-hmm. go on. So here we go. Uh, four, Moses has announced to Pharaoh. I'm sorry. Moses had announced to Pharaoh. This is what the Lord says. At midnight tonight, I will pass through the heart of Egypt. All the firstborn sons will die in every family in Egypt. From the oldest son of Pharaoh, who sits on the throne, to the oldest uh, throne, to the oldest son of his lowliest servant girl, who grinds the floor, or I'm sorry, the flower. Even the firstborn of all the livestock will die. Then a loud wail will rise through throughout the land of Egypt, a wail like no one has heard before or will ever hear again. But among the Israelites, it will be so peaceful that even a dog will bark or not even a dog will bark. Sorry. Then you will know that the Lord makes a distinguish distinction between the Egyptians and the Israelites. All the officials of Egypt will run to me and fall to the ground before me. Please leave. They will beg. Hurry and take all of your followers with you. Only then Will I go? Then, burning with anger, Moses left Pharaoh. Mm. Nine. Now the Lord had told Moses earlier, Pharaoh will not listen to you, but then I will do even more mighty miracles in the land of Egypt. Moses and Aaron performed these miracles in Pharaoh's presence, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he wouldn't let the Israelites leave the country. Mm. Sadly. Yeah. Oh, he's burning with anger. <laughs> well, you know, it reminds me of the flood. Yeah. The flood of, of, of as we obviously talk about Moses, of, of God wiping out the world mm-hmm. and kind of almost starting over. And you can even go back early Genesis to talk about the, 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 the giants and the demons that were intertwining with humans and the evil that was being spread and how bad the world was and how bad humans were. And God's like, Nope, I got to take you out for the betterment of, well, us, 2021, 1990, the 1800s. I mean, the history of the world, God is good because he took away the evil. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, Oh God kills people. Well, you know, when they're, when they're burying babies, in the walls of houses and they're sacrificing children on burning metal and literally f- frying them to death, mm. you know? Yeah. God's going to take them out and, and, and thank God, God is good. So in this situation, it's like, you know, uh, 
God is going to do this Passover, you know, for the goodness of his plan. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we still have to remember. We can't get, we can't forget that Moses. I mean, uh, Egypt or Pharaoh even is the one real. Really, he is enslaving the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. They are slaves. Being been, they have been beaten. Who knows? Raped, murdered. Plenty of times, I'm sure they've been killed. You know, it doesn't say they've been raped, but they're slaves. So they're abusing them in any way they they see fit. And so, you know, it's not like these are our are indentured servants who work off a debt. These are literal slaves. Where Pharaoh said, "They're more. They're becoming more powerful than me. We must enslave them and take back our authority." So God knows. He's like, "Hold on, hold on. This can't happen. These are my people. These are the people of God. I am coming, and I'm coming with a vengeance." And that's what's happening. If you were, if you remember back in Egypt, Egypt, uh, Exodus four, he says. He he predicts this. He goes, I know, Moses, you're going to go to Pharaoh, but you're going eventually. I'm going to have to slay their firstborn. So God predicts that He knows what's going to break Pharaoh. Right? He he's not like it's a it's a it's a hidden thing. Yeah. You know. Right. So, yeah, he's like, um, it's. It's inevitable, man. It's inevitable. I mean, the the Israelites must be saved here. I mean, they they're 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 slaves. They're being treated horribly, like you said. I mean, they have to be taken out. They ha- they have to be taken out of Egypt. You know, essentially, my, my heart but, breaks for them. So it's like, yes, oh, this is good. And then you know, the firstborn sons. Well, first of all, I mean, again, God is good. I mean, these these firstborn sons of Egypt. Even though by reading this at first take, you're like, oh, that's that's horrible and sad. It's not. They're getting a, they're, they're getting beamed up. Beams the exactly. wrong word, but they're they're going straight to heaven. These kids, they're going straight to heaven in God's hands. Mm-hmm. Beamed that's, up. Oh, that's not sad. What are you talking about? Now, of course, these older sons that are anti-God or whatever. Hey, who am I to judge? I don't know what God does with them. They might go the opposite way. That's not for me to discuss <laughs> or judge. Down. I know for a fact because biblically it says these kids go. Whoo, right to heaven. What an amazing thing. So Israel gets free. The kids go straight to heaven. There's many Egyptian citizens that are turning their hearts, their eyes, their ears, their love to God in Egypt. I mean, all this is good. And yeah, what happens to the older sons that don't believe in God and that are evil? Well, you know what? I don't know. Might be beamed down. We don't know yet, but you know, think about it like this before, before we, we start judging Pharaoh and, or the situation or God, you know, punishing the Egypt, you know, there's some people could say, well, you know, why, why, why is this happening? Because Egypt's allowed to have slaves. They're allowed to have their own nation when their own beliefs, you know, in an atheistic worldview, a godless worldview. Sure. This is totally fine. Right. But it's wrong. And second off, God saved the children of Israel, and by doing that, John, he saved us because he continued the way for salvation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So everyone should be excited right, about right. this. That was, kind of, that was kind of my point of the, the, the flood, mm-hmm. of Noah's Ark. Exactly. It's like, man, glad that happened. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This world would be toast, toast if, it, if, if God didn't it, you know, do that, you know. 
Yeah, no, exactly. So you got you got to change your perspective. What's going on? What's what's the what's the overall picture here? Not the one time where you say, "Oh, well, God brought hail." No, no, no. He is saving all mankind through this situation. Yes, yes. That, that and that that's how you have to look at it, and it's fact. It <laughs> it's it's a double whammy. Uh, period. And and you know it. You know I I love how God showcases. You know I mean. First of all, f- yes, fear God. Yes. I mean, fear God. Love God. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, even as Christians, fear God. There's, you know, God is very powerful. You know? and uh, Very, very powerful. Very Some powerful. might say he's all powerful. Yes, of course, you know. <laughs> uh, but look, I, I remember... When I say this, it kind of brings up my my pastor Brett uh, Metter at Athey Creek. He he actually did a whole service, maybe not a whole service, but like half a service on on what I just said that that term of fear of God. Yeah, and I, I like that he did. I remember listening to me like, okay, this is good that he's saying this because I think sometimes when we say like fear God, like it's it's not fear, it's fear in a different way. It's it's the different kind of fear than like oh I'm like a like a reverence and honor. Right, right. That's my point. I want to make that really clear. It's mm-hmm. it's a different kind of fear. It's a good fear. It's a loving fear. Yeah, the proverb says that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. It's and it's not being afraid. It's to honor honor him and honor his word. You know, reverence his word and that's the beginning of wisdom. Because mm. that's when you start to realize his word is is the ultimate wisdom. So, uh, well, good point. Very good point. Yeah, right. Right, absolutely. He's well, the only. He's the only way. Yeah. Here we go. Ten and eleven down. Two chapters mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning. Um, you know. Wow. Let's see. Uh, wow. Twelve is a good one. Holy smokes! It's. It's. I mean, it's Passover. the first. Yeah, it's the first Passover, and then uh, thirteen is is dedication of the firstborn. So we got some two some two heavy chapters upon us. That's right. So we'll be back live Monday six. 6 a.m. Pacific time. Yep. Exciting. It's a big, yep. uh, so there's a lot of information coming up. And uh, the first Passover. So this is the first example where God shows that sacrifice for all, for all people. Because this was a sacrifice for all people, right? The lamb. What a great example. Jesus, the lamb of God, mm-hmm. who takes away the sins of the world. Mm-hmm. So, well, glory to God. Yeah. Yeah, this is fun. I love doing this. This is great. Mm-hmm. We're moving through here. You learn so much. Yeah. Puts yeah. it in perspective, you know. It sure yeah. does. Um, which which is great, you know. You got it. You need perspective. You need to go back and get perspective every once in a while cuz we life changes our our minds sometimes and we got to go, "Oh, What's this again? Oh, that's what it said. Right? Pharaoh hated God. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Yeah, he did. He did. Perfect. Well, let's uh, pray it out. <sighs> All righty. Let's see. You want to pray? You want me to? Uh, let's see. Gosh, I mean, man, I think I did last time, so you can go. All right. Yeah. Well, Lord, we love you. Man, Father, we come to you in Jesus' name so grateful 
that you've given us this time, this word. And you keep giving us wisdom. Man, it's exciting. Another day to just keep on talking about you, talking about your goodness and, and your deliverance and your salvation and your your glory and your everything. Oh, Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We just thank you that you continue to bless this this um, these mornings as we deliver your word and we share what you have to say to all people. We love you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Hey. Beautiful. Great prayer. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great Saturday. Uh, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you back 6 a.m. on Monday. Mm-hmm. For Team Attitude Nation, I'll see you in... 45 minutes. That's right. Team well. workout. Max out. Yeah. Google Hangout. Let's go. Are you going to jump on there, Brian? I'm going to jump on. Yay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to go get ready for that. God is good. And uh, everybody enjoy their service at church tomorrow. If you're going or watching online, whatever it may be, whatever church you go to, just tap in like me and Brian have talked about that. Tap into your, your local church. Um, and then, of course, throughout the week, we'll, we'll meet up here as we study and learn and walk and keep our swords yes. sharp. Come on, demons, yes. let's go. Bring it on. Because when we have God, anything is possible. And, uh, you know, we'll see on the battlefield because we have the word of God and that is the sharpest of swords. So, Amen. I'll you know, be there. Come at us and we're going to freaking, Ching. we're going to freaking KO you. So <laughs> now I'm getting feisty. We'll see you guys. Bye.